There's a spirit at Bryan Health, a passion that says we can make it better, stronger, to raise our kids, to build our future, to move forward together. It's time for Bryan Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Mortality rates from sepsis are higher than heart attack, stroke, or trauma. Sepsis needs to be viewed with the same urgency as these other life-threatening conditions because we know early treatment can decrease mortality. My guest today is Dr. William Johnson. He's a pulmonologist with Nebraska Pulmonary Specialties. Welcome to the show, Dr. Johnson. Tell the listeners what is sepsis and why should someone be concerned about it? Well, sepsis is a reaction that your body has to an infection. The term itself is, is really a syndrome, I guess, as people can look at it, and it's your body's inflammatory reaction that occurs where a number of chemicals are released into the bloodstream. And if you think of what it feels like to be sick and the hot feeling you get and the redness and the um, lightheadedness you get, those are all responses that these inflammatory chemicals create. Um, Unfortunately, it can create such a severe syndrome that it causes organ failure and people become very, very ill. And I guess the reason I think that we feel that uh, we should be concerned about it is in today's world of medicine, unfortunately, sepsis seems to be rising. Yet at the same time, we feel like if we can intervene early and treat it appropriately, that lives can be saved. So this is an infection and an inflammatory condition. What causes it, and can it arise from even the smallest, seemingly benign kind of scrape? Sure. Any infection actually can cause sepsis. It's more if the infection becomes significant enough that it uh, can create a systemic response to that infection. So pneumonia is a very common one. If you think of people who might have appendicitis, um, they can develop what we call sepsis, even a urinary tract infection. Unfortunately, even things such as a skin infection can cause uh, sepsis. And as it cascades into this overwhelming syndrome, uh, people can actually die of that. Are there certain people who are higher risk for sepsis? Yeah, and I, I think that that's probably part of the reason why we're running into more troubles with sepsis is our population in the United States in some respects is aging as physicians, we like to think that we have something to do with that. We hope that we're keeping people healthy longer, longer but there are also other illnesses like cancer and uh, some of the autoimmune connective tissue diseases like rheumatoid arthritis where newer and newer drugs come out. And unfortunately, some of those drugs actually create a problem with your immune system and your own immune system isn't as good. And so uh, for those reasons, people are at higher risk for sepsis. So do we have to worry about this only if our loved ones are in the hospital or just, I mean, because I don't want people to panic if somebody, if their child gets a scrape at the park, what should we look for? What are some of the symptoms that we need to be mindful of so that we can get timely, appropriate attention? I think we all have have gone through those types of illnesses that you get at home that Maybe you stop and you think to yourself, okay, this has lasted long enough that I need to go see my doctor. But I I think certainly any type of infection that seems to be uh, more severe than what you think it should be or is not responding to the therapy that you think you, um, that you're getting that you think you should be responding to. Um, And then there are the classic symptoms, you know, a person who's having fevers or 
uh, you know, localizing signs like abdominal pain or shortness of breath, those, those are easy ones. But uh, some people in sepsis, their symptoms can be subtle, um, even just a change in their mental status and lethargy. Um, those are the kind of things that uh, people should watch for. Does it move quickly? It can. And in fact, that's uh, part of the reason why we uh, pay so much attention to it. And certainly in a hospital setting, we even have come up with the concept of uh, sepsis alerts uh, so that we can intervene more quickly and uh, hopefully change the outcome. So if we notice some of these symptoms or we start to get that innate feeling that you described, what are the treatments? And is this an emergency situation to where you call the emergency room and you mention, I think they might have sepsis? And I, I think going back, you know, obviously common sense plays a role, but uh, obviously, boy, when people put things off too long uh, then and they don't, uh, t- in a timely way, get health care, uh, then mortality rates increase. And so we're, we're putting a, a major emphasis on early detection of sepsis and getting yourself involved in the healthcare system, whether that means going to your doctor's office, going to the emergency room, going to an urgent care setting in order to get care so that you can be evaluated is important if you think that this could be happening. And what are the treatments that you provide? So in a hospital setting, you know, obviously antibiotics aimed at what you think the source of infection is is the first line of therapy. People who have severe sepsis, they can get what we call vascular collapse, which is a form of, quote, what you would call septic shock. And in that situation, a person's blood pressure drops, and we have to give them fluids in order to keep their blood pressure up, even sometimes uh, certain types of medications that help maintain that blood pressure People can become so critically ill, they end up in an intensive care unit, and, uh, and, it can be, and it can move, as you mentioned, it can move very rapidly. And uh, so timely intervention is extremely important. And then is this something that is ongoing? Once you've dealt with it as a physician and you've, you've gotten to the root of whatever it was that caused it, wherever the infection was, is this something that then needs to be watched over time? Or once you've kind of worked on it with those antibiotics and whatever treatment, then is it not something you worry about then? I, I think that, uh, you know, once a person has an episode of sepsis, they're probably going to be more cognizant of those symptoms so that it doesn't happen again. There are some people who, because of their underlying medical illnesses or comorbidities, that they might be prone to sepsis. We would hope that sepsis, because by definition it's an infection, we would hope that this is something that could be curable. And in today's day of technology, uh, we would hope that we should be able to alter the outcome in this type of disease for the be- for the betterment of our patients so that they don't have these uh, severe illnesses and potentially die of this illness. We should have the abilities to avoid that. So wrap it up for us with sepsis, Dr. Johnson, and what you really want people to know about the importance of recognizing sepsis for what it is at the time and getting treatment very quickly. Uh, I, I think the the best way of, of putting it is that there's an awful lot of attention being given to this all the way up the healthcare ladder and, and the Society of Critical Care Medicine has put out what's called a surviving sepsis campaign and it, it's reached a point where all hospitals are looking at this to look at ways that we can benefit sepsis. It's been identified that 
early recognition, early treatment can alter the outcome of this. And so we want our patients to recognize it early, too, because we can't necessarily force people into the healthcare system. We rely on them to come to us. Um, in a hospital, we do our best to try to recognize those uh, people who are at risk for it and identify those patients who are developing it. But certainly, um, patients at home, if you're fi- you feel you're getting an infection and you're getting ill and it's not going away the way you think you should, seek health care early uh, so that we can hopefully make a difference in your life. Thank you so much, Dr. Johnson, for being with us. Such important information. Thanks again for being with us. You're listening to Brian Health Radio. And for more information about sepsis, you can go to sepsis.org. That's sepsis.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.